Will Shohei Otani or Mike Trout ever play for the Angels again? With Tanner Bybee season ending, Shane Bieber shall make his return. Join us today where we talk about players heading to and returning from the IL on today's action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source of fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. I'm your host, Dominic Martino. You can find me on Twitter at DomMartinoFB. Here, as always, with my brother, my co-host, my partner in crime, Matthew Ane, and you can find him on Twitter at Matthew underscore Ane. If you're listening on a platform like Apple or Spotify that allows five-star ratings and reviews, we would truly appreciate it if you could do that for us. Also, if you're watching on YouTube and you haven't already, hit that little bell below. It subscribes to the channel. Also gives you a notification every time we drop a new episode. And lastly, but most importantly, with the end of the season right here, only a couple weeks left in some cases. In some cases, this is your championship week. Join us on the Subtext website in our Diamond Club. Through Subtext one-on-one in-depth personalized experience with text messages going right to your phone. And this is the time of year where you don't want to miss out on that. And real quick, let me talk to you about one of today's sponsors. It's Chase Medical. Today's episode is brought to you by Chase Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Chase case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at JaceMedical.com. Once again, that's J-A-S-E Medical.com. Locked on Fantasy Baseball fans, we have a fully loaded episode for you today. As always, let us be your team secret weapon where, we, once again, we talk about players returning from and heading to the IL. And Matt, best player in baseball. What's going on with them? I don't know about best player. Woo! Hot take, hot take. I mean, I'm just saying Ronald Acuna. But, okay. Hey, if still- Ronald Acuna could pitch the way Otani could pitch, I'd, I'd say he's the best, but. Okay. Okay. Best best overall player. Yes, in terms of yes. But if Fair you want to if you want to break them down by bat, then it's definitely uh, it's definitely Acuna all day. Yeah, I agree with all that. I agree with all that. All right. But let's talk about Mr. Shohei Otani. So news came out. Team had no idea. He just started clearing out his locker. Uh, usually, when you get hurt, you normally don't clear out your locker. Um, so I don't think he's planning on returning to. Uh, to the Angels at all. I think he's going to hit the free agent market, which I don't think he's going to have a problem signing a deal with or without his elbow at this point. Man, they could probably go out there with, I don't know, one arm and swing the bat and teams will still sign him for like a bajillion dollars. Shohei Otani is absolutely incredible. I mean, the home run pace was absolutely extraordinary because what, 44 home runs and probably still had about another home run, uh, another hundred at bats at in him before his season would have came to an end before hurting himself. And dealing with the injury for a good chunk of change, too, really kind of set him back. He probably would have had about 54 home runs, honestly. So it is what it is. Shohei is, I think, done in the Angels, which upside is going to be based off of where he signs. He's going to do a Bryce Harper, though. So he's probably not going to be back until, oof. Um, 
what I, i'm gonna throw in uh probably about like mid-june it would be the earliest he's not pitching next year i'm gonna tell you that much that's just not happening so shohei i think next year's value is going to be you're going to be able to get him on you know obviously the cheap and he might even be back sooner because he doesn't have to play the field because he just doesn't do that so Shohei Otani might even be back sooner so we'll see as we get closer into next season yeah matt great take there with Otani. once again he's out with that oblique strain for the rest of the season and i don't think he winds up back on the angels either i don't I just don't foresee it happening for multiple reasons, starting with he's seen what the Angels have done to Mike Trout through Mike Trout's whole career. You know, we'll get into more of that in a little bit. But he Otani doesn't want to do that to himself. He's going to want to go to a winning organization and get himself, you know, a World Series. He's 20 years old. He's going to be 29 next year. As Matt mentioned, I don't foresee him pitching at all next year. So if he's going to come back as just a bat, Depends really the route they take. If he goes full blown Tommy John, you know, it did take Bryce Harper how many months? He got it right Two. before the season started. No, no, oh, he was injury. Yeah, he I'm sorry. It. Yeah, he got he um right before the season started. So I want to say it took him about like five to six months. Maybe Otani heals just as quickly, but this is his second time around. So I don't know. Maybe they, they, especially if he goes to a new team, let's say like the Dodgers get him and they don't really need him where he's just going to be like a cherry on the top. I could see him after the all-star break, right around the all-star break, maybe, but he could also opt for the internal bracing surgery, which isn't as intricate as just full blown Tommy John. So maybe he comes back a little bit sooner if they do that. But I I think a guy like Otani, just get the full-blown stuff and, you know, really get everything back and going. And I think what Matt was getting at was it's still going to take him another two months after that to really get back to the hitter that we know Otani as. I'm just going to read you off his bat numbers on the year. 135 games, 497 at-bats, 26 doubles, 8 triples, 44 home runs, 95 RBIs. 20 steals, and I love the strikeout-to-walk ratio. 91 walks to 143 strikeouts with a 304 batting average, a career high for Otani. Guy is just, as I say, I just fully believe he's the best baseball player in the MLB and potentially the whole world. I'll read you off Otani's pitching numbers on the year. Once again, also dominant, 10 wins, 5 losses, 3-1-4 ERA, 23 starts, 132 innings, 167 strikeouts, and a 106 whip. So hopefully Otani makes his return sooner than later. You know, that's pretty much all of the details we have for now. Once again, I really don't foresee him returning at all to the Angels. But that's enough on Otani. I mean, he deserves that time, so we did give it to him. Let's move on to his teammate. Let's talk about Mike Trout, another guy that is pretty much as far as I know. There might be an update here. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Update here from today. So Trout has that wrist issue. It looks like he will join the Angels for their six-game road trip this week. And he's going to start swinging a bat soon. So he actually hasn't even swung a bat yet. He's been taking dry swings. So I don't I don't see a reason to bring him back either. I honestly, I thought the update might have been a little bit more intricate, but it's not. It's just basically saying that he's going to travel with the team, which, you know, he should anyway. I think Trout's done with the Angels too. This is my bold, bold prediction. I see a big offseason trade coming where Trout's going to go to the Baltimore Orioles. I'll put it in the books. Mark it down now that I'm calling it. Baltimore has the young bats to make that move. They wouldn't even have to give up any of their top like three or four names. Give up, you know, 
four, even five guys lower in the list. You know, get rid of the Cowsers and, you know, the names like that. Get rid of those guys and go get your Mike Trout. You know, Mike Trout is getting up there in age. I don't want to misspeak on his exact age, so let me pull it up. But I really think that, you know, how old is he again? 32. So he is getting up there in age. So, you know, buying Trout for maybe like the next big three years of his career for as long as he can stay on the field. He's been dealing with a lot of injuries lately. But Baltimore doesn't really have that veteran leadership. They really don't have that guy that's going to, you know, show the the young Orioles the way. And I think, you know, having Trout in that lineup, you know, with that big home run potential, big RBI potential, you know, 301 career hitter for Trout. I know it's gone down a little bit over the last couple of years. So I think the Orioles go out there and get Mike Trout. I don't see him staying with um, the Angels any much longer either. Yeah, I could see that. I don't know about Baltimore. They're a contender in my mind. If he does get traded, I could totally see him going to Philly, truthfully. One, because he's from right outside Philly and Jersey. So, like, he also has a no-trade clause. So, if he's going to be traded. That's the second team I thought, too. Yeah, if he's going to be traded, he's going to say, I'm going to Philly, and that's the place you're going to send me. Otherwise, you're going to continue to pay me $40 million a year. So, they're going to probably end up getting you know, like an able and a couple other, their young prospects and a couple draft picks proof truthfully and trout will slot in perfectly there. Um, you know, you think about it too. Um, Schwarbaum's probably could either move to first when needed, but he's terrible at outfield because he's just too big and also could play DH. And then Mike trout could play a little bit more DH too and swap Schwarbaum's out there. So it's going to be very, very helpful. Plus they want to get Mike trout back. I mean, not Mike trout, Harper back in that outfield. So they have room in the in the center field where, you know, Marsh has been playing. So Mike Trout really does slot in there really nicely. So what I would say is, quite honestly, that would be the best landing spot, in my opinion. It also takes Philly to a whole nother level. So, you know, it's just one of those things. But before we move on and, um, you know, we really uh, go deep on a bunch of other names we got here. We got a we got a. Uh, we call it a sponsor Dom has to talk about. And that sponsor is once again. Oh, no, actually, it is. Is it Jason? LinkedIn? I think LinkedIn is first. So, yeah. are you struggling to close deals? Cold outreach is wasting the time of both the buyer and the seller at every stage, especially when sellers are using shallow and outdated data. Your organization can overcome these challenges with technology that translates comprehensive, high-quality buyer data into real-time insights. These deeper insights empower sales reps and teams to adopt the habits of top performers, which leads to better outcomes, like more pipeline, higher win rates, and larger deals. We call this Deep Sales, and we've been building the first Deep Sales platform with the next generation of LinkedIn Sales Navigator. Right now, you can try LinkedIn Sales Navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com slash locked on. Once again, that is linkedin.com slash locked on. For a 60-day free trial, let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com slash locked on and get started today. And dear everydayers and new listeners, we have an incredible opportunity for you to support the show and enjoy some fantastic perks along the way. Introducing our Diamond Club on the Subtext website. 
By becoming a member, you not only contribute to the show's success, but also gain access to exclusive benefits. Get your hands on waiver wire rankings, call up alerts, injury updates, instant reaction, and enjoy direct access to us for all of your burning fantasy baseball questions. Plus, you can try it out completely free for 14 days. Your support means the world to Matt and I, and we can't wait to connect with you on this exciting journey. Join our Diamond Club on the subtext website today, and let's take your fantasy baseball experience to new heights. And guys, as I keep saying, this is the time. Pop in for those free 14 days. Let Matt and I help you get a locked on championship. And that's really all it is at this point in the year. And once again, I keep throwing it out there. Matt and I are big fantasy football guys. So even come in there. If you want to talk a little fantasy football, we'll talk about that as well. If you want to talk about off-season stuff, if you just need, you know, some more baseball fans to talk to, you know, that's another reason to hop on in there and it will get you ready for next season. So make sure you join us there. But, uh, Matt, you want to hop in and uh, grab this next guy here? I know it's one of you boys. Yeah, let's talk about Mr. Josh Young. Um, I always want to say Jung, but <laughs> it would be cooler, but it's Young. Uh, Young was fantastic this season. Somebody I really didn't see giving us the step, taking the step forward that he did this year. It's actually kind of bananas. Um, I love him, though. I think he's had a fantastic mm-hmm. season. 427 at bat, 70 runs, 22 bombs, 67 ribs, a stolen base bat, and 274. He hurt his thumb, which I think is going to zap his power for a little bit, but one thing I do find encouraging is the troop, um, the fact that they didn't give him a rehab assignment. Yes, they're kind of trying to rush him back to go ahead and, you know, get some reps in before the playoffs because obviously they're making a push. But at the same time, I feel like if they didn't feel he was 100%, they would have made him wait and get a rehab game or two this week, brought him back for the weekend, or just wait until next week and kind of just run him out to the end of the week while they're sitting other players just to get him a, a little bit of reps in there before the playoffs. So, there's a chance that Young could be very valuable. He's 75% owned, so he's still available in some leagues. So if you're in a league where he is available, I'd probably add him. But at the same time, there's no guarantee with him. So it's one of those things where I'm going to look at Josh Young and I'm going to say, okay, what is my what is my standpoint on where my team is sitting? Can I use the extra bat? Am I going to be struggling this week? Is there a big off day for me this week? If so, let me scoop up Josh Young. Let me see if I can influx his upside of his power. Obviously, the ribbies are going to be there with that massive Rangers team. And he's been proven to have a nice batting average. I'll take 274. Like, that's fantastic. So if he starts rocking and rolling, man, he could seriously take your team to the next level. That's Josh Young. Matt, great take on Young. I really don't have too much to add because he kind of hit the nail on the head on everything. At, you know, 25 years old this year, 26 years old next year, I think Josh Young is going to have a huge year next year. I wouldn't be surprised if you see 30-plus homers, the RBIs are great. And, you know, plus batting average where I think he could hit anywhere from like 260 to even like 280. I know that's a big range, but it's going to be a plus batting average from Young. was always a good batting average hitter in the minors. I actually, if you want to talk about next year, I actually have Young as my eighth, eighth third baseman. He's just behind the big names. You know, the big names are the big names, and he could put himself right there in the mix. But he's not passing up Bobby Witt, Ramirez, Austin Riley, Devers. I have Ellie De La Cruz and Arenado above him. And I think a nice little debate is you have three guys right there. You have I have Machado at seven, I have Young at eight, and I have um, Royce Lewis at nine. 
So I think those three are a nice little debate for next year. I'm sure Matt and I will break it down and give you all of the detailed information once we deep dive in the offseason. But you know what, Matt? Great take on Young. I'm just going to keep things pushing here. I'm going to talk about this next guy that is also returning. You know, the it's Adolis Garcia. Looks like the Rangers are just loading up here. You know, Garcia went down. I believe it was actually at this point, maybe almost three weeks ago or so with a knee issue. He is also back in the lineup. Adolis Garcia having a monster season per usual stolen bases are a bit down from him but you know what it's all right you know he's getting a little bit older as well 135 games played 244 batting average 97 runs 34 homers 100 rbis probably would have had over 40 home runs this year if he stayed healthy just get him in your lineup that's the only you know actionable information here if you had him on your il find somebody to drop or if you had you're lucky you had somebody you know one of these guys that we're talking about that got hurt Switch them to your IL, get Adolis Garcia back in your lineup. Once again, not really much else to do besides that. Oh, yeah. Adolis is, it, it could be monstrous. It's crazy. Um, you know, if you were with us in the offseason, I mean, the, you know, uh, yeah, offseason, I was, um, I was talked, talking about him. And as I'm talking about him, I got more and more convinced about him. So, <laughs> I had to then raise him and I ranked him like number 14 overall um, outfielder. And man, did I hit on that one. Adolis was fantastic this year. There's no reason he can't pick up where he left off. Let's just hope that, you know, it doesn't take him a little bit of time and, you know, it's a week too late and he could produce this week for you. But let's move on. Let's talk about Jorge Soler. Um, he's been up and down uh, back finally, I think, right, from the yep. oblique injury. So, you know, first week out there goes two for three, two runs, a bomb, two ribs, betting six, seven, 67. I mean, hey, if he's just going to keep cranking them, he's somebody to keep an eye on. Honestly, you should probably be adding him in most leagues. Um, if not, you're missing out because he could seriously put the pedal, uh, pedal to the metal here and really crank up the, the power numbers for you. And quite honestly... He's had a really good season overall, super streaky. So when he's streaking, my guy is probably uh, having a really nice batting average. Hopefully not the other streaking because I don't want to see any body parts. But <laughs> um, Jorge Soler definitely needs to be added 100% in all leagues, 77%. So, I mean, he's still out there in 23% of leagues. And trust me, you're going to want him. Yeah, Matt, great take on Solaire. Not I really don't have much else to say besides just if he's on your team, activate him. You know, just get these guys in your lineup. We know what they're capable of. You know, he's basically at Dolis Garcia light, you know, pretty much. Their numbers are super, super similar. Just the counting stats aren't as good because he's not on as good of a team. And he doesn't steal as many bases as Garcia does. So once again, not really too much actionable there. But before we move on uh, and talk about some Cleveland Guardians, a couple of San Diego Padres, and somebody we kind of really knew didn't have a chance to come back this season, Matt just has a quick sponsor to talk to you guys about. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during, um, during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers Jace Case. Jace Case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and give you peace of mind so that you are not just hoping that you have access to the medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure that you have the medication in hand. Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from online evaluations to licensed, licensed pharmacies, medication delivery, and ongoing consultations and care. Don't get caught unprepared. 
save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Chase Medical, plus an additional $20 off when using the code Locked On At checkout, use God checkout, jacemedical.com. That's jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. Use the promo code Locked On. And quite honestly, guys, as a family man with one kid and another kid on the way, if there's an opportunity to, you know, have have something immediate and somebody rack it in and don't even have to leave my house and just answer the phone and whatnot, it, it's super valuable. So you want to check out Chase Medical today. All right, and we're back here. Um, Dom, go ahead and take this one, please. Gotcha, brother. And it's uh, Tanner Bybee kind of teased him at the top. You know, uh, the, the the Guardians are going with right hip inflammination, but I'm just going to – they could have said anything. I just think it's the innings. He's at 157 innings for the season. His career high was last year in the minors at 132, so he's already about 20 over. I think they just want to preserve that arm. They don't want anything to happen with him. You know, his last time out, he was actually great against the Rangers. He threw 5.1 innings, had four strikeouts, gave up one earned run, and had an 0-9-4 whip. And he's just been on a roll. Really, really great season for Bybee. And what we talk about a lot with these young guys is that, you know, they a lot of them come out here and they look great at the beginning, which Bybee did. And then he started to get hit around a little bit. And, you know, we wanted to see that adjustment back. And he's been really, really good, you know, in his last uh, going all the way, as far as I can see, back to June or uh, July 22nd. Guy's been absolutely dominant. So I have Bybee in my top 45 pitchers for next year, and I don't think that is even too bullish because I think next year the kid can ramp up to, you know, closer to 180, 190. So if you can get Bybee as your starting pitcher, four or five, I think that's going to be, you know, a steal. Kid could wind up being potentially a top 20 starting pitcher. You're talking about two, three years from now. It's unfortunate, you know, that the innings limit kind of creeped up on him. But you know what? It was bound to happen at some point if he just kept pitching the way he was pitching. Uh, and that's Tanner Bybee. Once again, Cleveland Guardians. Kid's going to be absolutely phenomenal going forward. Yeah, for sure. I love Bybee. Somebody that we've recommended to pick up earlier in the season. Bybee is fantastic. <laughs> Had him all year. Kind of disappointed. I didn't get him one uh, this week. Um, really frustrating, but whatever. Let's talk about the other B on the Cleveland Guardians rotation, and that's Mr. Shane Bieber. Went out with an elbow injury. Was scared he was going to get TJ. Luckily, he did not. So looks like he's about to make his comeback and face go against me in the championship SMH. Um, and it looks like he might get it this weekend. Um, to be honest, this was a weird year for, for Bieber. Truthfully, I feel like that injury was, you know, hampering and not giving us the standard that is Shane Bieber. Cause he's usually a fantastic pitcher. So with his return and hopefully healthy and not being rushed back, Bieber can be somebody that could seriously give you a nice little start this week. He's only probably going to get one and that could be very, very valuable and possibly give you a great boost. And obviously ERA and, and obviously K's because that's what he does. Now the question is, is it going to be against Kansas city or is it going to be against Baltimore? I think it's Baltimore. I'm going to be honest with you. So the only thing about that is this is more of a start sit situation, but if, I'm going out there and he's getting Baltimore. I'm not sure if I want to roll him out for his first start against Baltimore, just based off the fact that Baltimore's just been one of the better teams in baseball right now. And this is Bieber's first time back from an elbow, even though he's looked great in the minors in his rehab uh, start, but to go through a lineup that looks like Baltimore where everybody's pretty much just putting the bat to the ball. 
it's going to be a real risky one. But if I need the strikeouts, I'm going to be willing to roll them out there and see what happens. Yeah, Matt's spot on there with Bieber. You know, it's just, it's tough because he is still only 28 years old, only going to be 29 next year. But, you know, over the last couple of years, he's kind of been, you know, tampering off just a little bit, you know, had that monster 2020 season. But if you look back to that 2020 season, his fastball was a career high, 94 miles an hour. Uh, Then it's just kind of slowly dropped off every year since then where it looks like he's sitting around 92 these days. So two miles an hour, you might not think it's a lot, but for baseball, yeah, it's uh, you know a game of milliseconds. That that's that's a lot. He was hitting his 92, you know, which is in the in the minor leagues, which is you know right where he wants to be. Um, I I think Matt hit the nail on the head. If you need the start, you could definitely throw him out there, and I think he'll be serviceable. He's threw 70 pitches in his rehab start there, and he went 3.2 scoreless innings, no hits, three walks, seven strikeouts. So he's looked good from that front, but it, it, it's a risky start. It's a, You're taking a huge risk by throwing him out there in his first start against the Orioles. But we all love Shane Bieber. Let's move on to this next guy. Uh, just uh, injury-riddled season for Joe Musgrove, and he won't be back at all this year, unfortunately. You know, we Matt and I like Joe Musgrove. He's, you know, really not a second-half guy, you know, but he's not going to be a second-half guy at all this year because he's not pitching at all. Shoulder issue, you know, uh, they slowed his pr- uh, throwing program uh, down. They just want to save Musgrove for next year and see where the thing goes. So, once again, if you were banking on Musgrove coming back, you know, check out our episode from yesterday. We recommended a lot of good starting pitchers that you could probably go out there and pick up and throw out there for this championship week. Unfortunately, it will not be Joe Musgrove. Yeah, um, it's a shame with a total season for him. I really thought he was going to be good this year. Um, he was when know, he pitched. <laughs> yeah, well, it took him a little bit to get there, too. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Musgrove, I mean, dealing with a shoulder injury that's been nagging pretty much all year uh, it just isn't fun. Uh, hopefully he can come back next year and, you know, really get back on track. But Musgrove is probably going to fall in my rankings. Honestly, I don't know if he's going to be higher than a top 30. Um, I mean, see where I put him. I, I actually put him at 32. That's a fair, fair spot. Like, I don't think he's going to get break the top 30. I think he'll probably be at 30 if he's even in there at all. So, you know, it just it is what it is. Let's talk about another San Diego pitcher, and that's you, Darvish, who has also been shut down for the season. Uh, it's just been an injury-riddled season for, you know, the Padres. A weird season at that. I mean, Manny Machado not performing. You know, Bogart. Tatis being a little bit. Eh. Yeah, Tatis. Well, Tatis, I think, is getting the, um, the you know, the yips out, right? Like the first season back from, you know, not playing baseball for pretty much a year and a half. Oh, and he was also coming off injury. So, I mean, it, there's a few things that were being played with that one. But look, oh, yeah, at, sure. it, it took – it took Acuna a season just to come back and really be Acuna again. So I think Tatis great bounce back. Let's get back on you, Darvis, before I go off on a whole tangent here. But ultimately, it's just been a weird year for the Padres going from, you know, almost making the World Series to now not even making the playoffs. It's just an ugly situation. They've just been so cursed this year. It's probably because of those four old guys with that weird song during the playoffs that were just really ruining the spirit there. But anyway, I'm going to. Um, you Darvish next year. I don't even know if I'm going to have him in my top 40. Um, I think he's on strong decline and I think he's going to be somebody that's just pretty much a, a giant rust tin. That's going to be slowly fading away and hurting other teams. 
Yeah, Matt, we're right on board with Darvish. You know, 36 years old this year, going to be 37 for next year. I don't know how much is left in the tank. Yeah, man. I mean, he had that great 2022 last year, but the year before that wasn't very good. You know, he's kind of almost had that Aaron Nola, you know, one year good, one year bad situation, like for a while at this point. I'm, I probably will be avoiding Darvish next year. I don't know where I have him ranked. I think I buried him. I think I gave him the Lucas Giolito treatment. Yeah, honestly, I ranked around 70 starting pitchers and I don't even think he made that cut. I would rather go for an upside play than, you know, throw you Darvish out there again. The whip wasn't even good this year at a one, two, nine and Darvish is really known as like a control specialist. And we didn't even see that from him this year. I just, I don't see myself taking him at all, but let's move on to this last guy. And it's Edwin Diaz. I know some people thought there was hope, especially those Met fans, that he would come back after that tragic way he went down celebrating with the World Baseball Classic. Just a really tragic season for Diaz and the Mets at all. You know, they officially announced that he won't be activated this year, not even for, um, uh, you know, a, a, po- a postseason run. If they, you know, were in contention, they were said they were, he wasn't even going to come back for that. So, you know, Edwin Diaz next year, he's probably going to be back out there as a top closer. I don't know how many closers I put on the board or if I even threw him in there. No, I didn't put Edwin Diaz in my closer rankings yet. kind of want to see how he looks coming into spring training, if he's ready to go. But I still think he's going to find himself into that top 10 range at closer. He might even be a bargain next year, I'll be honest with you. But, you know, uh, well wishes to Edwin Diaz because he's a very, very likable player. And, you know, he kind of passed the torch to his little brother, Alexis Diaz, this year, who's had a dominant, dominant season. So shout out to the Diaz brothers. Yeah, um, Diaz is – I don't even know if he starts the season next year. Like, I think he might miss like a couple weeks. Because that, that Achilles injury put Soroka out for quite a bit. You know, like this isn't our first experience with a pitcher – and an Achilles injury, now we can kind of see it. And there's a high chance that he could possibly even re-injure it before he even makes it on the field. Because, uh, I mean, you got to put all that weight to plant when you're pitching. And it's a little bit more than just running at that point. Because you're pretty much, like, depending on how you pitch, like, I mean, some pitches are ridiculous where you their, head, their foot literally comes above their head. And they look like gymnasts. But... You know, Edwin Diaz still has to plant, put his whole body mass on it. You're still on a, you're on a mounds. You're on a decline when you do so. So there's a lot of things that where you could just almost see like a nuclear explosion coming off the back of his, his uh, foot there. And you just see his calf muscle, just do one of these like Aaron Rodgers, And it could just be a whole nother year for Edwin Diaz. And so like Edwin Diaz is going to come with a high risk rating next year. Uh, we'll see what happens. Obviously, if he's able to pitch, he's the best closer in all of baseball. But we shall see next year. He's probably going to be one of the top three for me, but with a big, big red indicator saying, watch your back. But um, with that being said, that's all for me. Yeah, Matt, uh, I think that's all for me today, too. So, guys, once again, you know, please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. Also, shout out to our everydayers and new listeners for making Locked On Fantasy Baseball your first listen each and every day. Make sure you're locked on for a new episode tomorrow where Matt and I just help you get this Locked On Fantasy Championship and, you know, throw it in the books. If you've already won a Locked On Fantasy Baseball Championship, you know, send us the pictures, you know, tag us on Instagram, Twitter, anywhere that, you know, you follow us on social media. And then after this week, too, if you win one, once again, tag us. We'd love to see those 
those Locked On Fantasy Baseball Championships. And even if we helped at all, feel free to comment on the video, comment on Instagram, or wherever you may find us. But guys, until tomorrow, see you. Peace.